Welcome to the Speak the Language podcast. Thank you all for joining us. If you're seeing this pop up on your phone or however you normally listen to us and you're thinking this is a Tuesday, they normally just release episodes on Monday and then it comes out. We're normally a one-week episode type of type of deal. Special occasion. It's a special occasion, so to speak. Um, there is an event uh, currently going on in the state of Mississippi that um, we feel very strongly about. And um, some of y'all, a lot of y'all have been asking us to address. We haven't been dodging it by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, We just wanted to make sure we had all of the right facts in place. I think the world we live in today, uh, y'all will probably all understand this. The world we live in today, it's so easy. It's it's easy to get misinformation and spread it even if you're not meaning to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it just is. So, we just had to dig deep and find the facts on this situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so what we'll be talking about, um, like this is kind of going to be a brief episode because, like I said, this is a very topic-specific episode, and it's also time-sensitive. Uh, we are talking about Black Prairie WMA. It is a 6,000-acre wildlife management area located in Lowndes County, Mississippi. Um, it's kind of more in the northern part of the state. Yeah, it's, um, uh, it's north of Meridian and south of Starkville. Yeah. So it's kind of on the east side, east central. Mm-hmm. It's a really, really good WMA because it's limited draw. It's a salt after draw in that area in the state. I mean, it's a big deal Yeah. if you draw it because yeah. it's a really quality place. Yeah. And and, and I'll, I'll go out and say this um, just to make sure y'all – I kind of paint – I, I want to make sure I put my best foot forward. I'm not trying to put out any misinformation myself. I, as an individual, have never hunted Black Perry WMA. I have not either. I put in for the draw when I mm-hmm. was living in Starkville for four years. Mm-hmm. Never did draw it. Yeah. But I have tried to hunt it. Yeah. Um, hear good things about it, uh, and but here the, the almost it's almost equally important that we don't look at it in, like as an individual place as we do just as the attitude and climate towards our public land specifically in this state overall yeah i mean this is the the second battle we faced in the last two months yeah. on this same type of issue yeah so just to dr- address what's going on real quick um and right now i'm reading this off of uh how for wildlife.org uh, we'll talk about them more as this episode goes on but if you've not heard about the how organization um, and the services they offer and the information that they offer for for topics such as this involving public land and hunting related issues i would very very much encourage y'all to go check out what they've got going on so spell out their website yeah how for wildlife.org that's how h-o-w-l for f-o-r wildlife w-i-l-d-l-i-f-e dot org how for wildlife dot org uh very easy to find they also have a presence on all the social media uh, channels um so this is what's going on Lowndes county mississippi is seeking public comment on the benefit or concerns with the proposal to support legislation calling for the return of the black prairie wildlife management area to private land ownership a public hearing will be held at 9:15 on monday february 28 2022 in the board of supervisors boardroom at the Lowndes county courthouse located at 505 second avenue north columbus mississippi 39701 um so I know I just spit a lot of uh, words at you, but basically this is the the brunt of the issue. There's this 6,000-acre WMA, and they are trying to pass through legislation to put it back under private land ownership. In layman's terms, what that means is 
that public land hunting access gets completely taken away if that were to happen yeah that's six six thousand acres gone yep it is under private ownership again which no one will have access other than who owns it yeah And, and i'll put this out there too a lot of this gets mixed up when you start doing this private uh public land um support stuff no one in this room no no one that is that is supporting or driving this podcast is anti-private land ownership no nobody i'm in land real estate for god's sakes that's not what i'm doing here There, there has to be a balance of of private land and public land I, i'm not discounting at all the role that private land owners take like there's still what is mississippi's what like 90 something percent private land yeah it's majority of private yeah and um, uh, way majority like it is above 90 percent public land i think it's two million acres of public land yeah. in mississippi and i don't know how many millions of acres is a lot of landscape that's privately owned yeah so and, and so obviously the role a private landowner plays is very significant that's why like I, that's why in previous podcasts we've been talking about um trying to increase the education of like prescribed burning and trapping and all that stuff so before we go any further please don't think that we're anti-private yeah, land because I mean, we are not we are the, absolutely not the private sector the private landowners or users or leasers or whatever you want to call it they are the who makes up the the majority of you know why our hunting's good in mississippi Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but at the same time you have people that do not have access to private lands whether they can't afford it or just can't find it or whatever it may be and those public lands are a necessity especially for newer people even Mm -hmm. like people not take hunting out of the equation yeah. People like hike. People like to bird watch. I mean, this is all a resource that is needed mm-hmm. and used in our state. Uh, I'm trying to. This is. Uh, I just pulled up. I'm not sure how recent this information is, but it says uh, the federal government owns 5.04 percent of Mississippi's total land. So that would put you at about 94.96 percent in private land ownership and again i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure that's up to date but even if it wasn't i don't imagine it being that far off um now, this the, is the one, only difference it could make is if that was before phil bryant wma was added right on. that's right. the only recent purchase um, of public lands that has been made that has turned private into public access um, so yeah there's but before and i didn't mean to interrupt you like you were saying there there's more at stake here than just the loss of honey acres i would say that's probably the dominant factor uh in this event in in this individual instance but and i'm not really sure if the two are related but like you said earlier it is it's it makes you think you know because we just had this deal with mal mason pop up when was that november december December, or something like december Um, and then just a few weeks later you have this pop up with it trying to be returned back to privatized and so uh, and i've heard like i said i'm we're here to um, we're trying to handle this uh exactly like we handled the mile mason things i'm trying to share with you the facts first and then i will jordan i will also share with you how we personally feel like just our personal opinions on it it's very important that we draw a line between the two you know there's there's different between what is fact and how i feel i mean obviously we feel a certain way i'm not afraid to tell you how i feel about that um when it comes to privatizing public lands there are very few instances where i'm not against that um 
I was talking to Aaron Warbritton this morning, and that, that's what him and I were talking about because um, he's been he's shared this stuff around about the the same how length to to try to stop this from happening um, and how important it is to just make sure you get all your facts straight before you go straight at it but um, yeah I, I think it's it's something something needs to happen here I, I, I have um, a very strong hunch if I mean if you were to ask me if there was any chance in this actually happening I would say no uh, I just from from the research that I've done some of which I've told you about Jordan I would say that there's there's very slim to none chance of it actually being privatized but for me this is my opinion i think we're beyond the point of just trying to stop this individual transaction yeah i think a precedent needs to be set to where if anyone is trying to take public land access to way to add back to the tax roll um you don't look at public lands as an option there you yep. look you look at that and go well that's a dead end road and we know it because that's never going to happen you can't take that away yeah it's not theirs to take away you know what i mean no that's 100 percent right because that's uh i mean the way i look at it is you know this generation that's making these decisions is just a blimp on the radar and and mm -hmm. the, the long-term aspect yeah i mean you gotta think 100 years from now i mean the decision what these people are trying to make now could affect that yeah yeah it's, it's not uh not right in my opinion yeah well another thing and again and this is what talking to aaron this morning i'm sure most of y'all are listening if i say aaron warbritton you know who that is but aaron's probably the one of the the leading personalities i guess you'd call him one of the leading hosts of the, the hunting public who's grown very popular and aaron's a dear friend um aaron was talking about you know just hunting alone in north america has seen a huge decrease in access in the past 25 years mm -hmm. whether that be i mean there's a variety of reasons there we don't really have to get into it but if you're losing access significantly then your public lands become that more valuable because that's one of the few things that you have access to um and of all the things we have going on in the hunting industry right now, of all the incredible things we got coming out, there's not an industry out there that creates more land. You got what you got. Yeah, they don't make it anymore. Yeah, they don't make any more land. If they did, that would be you'd have a burner industry if you could do that. But the land is you've got what you've got, and you. I mean, I, I, this, that kind of attitude that that this could even make it to where there's going to be a hearing about it. That does not sit well with me at all. Yeah um so the action takeaway from this is um and look i've been guilty of this before too i've i've seen instances similar to this pop up and you look at it and you go well there's no way in the world that'll ever go through there's plenty of people against it i as an individual don't need to weigh in yeah uh, and another aspect is like it doesn't affect me i don't hunt over there yeah you yeah. know yep but yep. uh same way with me i'll probably never hunt black Perry wma but the fact of it that bothers me is if it starts where does it end yeah this is you, you can't unkick the anthill yeah uh i'm I, like i said we try strive on this podcast um we don't ever want to chase drama or try to chase the hot story we, i mean there's enough clickbaitiness floating around in this world we don't need to do it too no um if you were to ask me and i think you would agree jordan we try to keep it pretty positive on this thing yeah um and so 
I, I feel very confident saying when we bring an episode to to you, to y'all, our listeners out there, with this kind of tone, I, I'm hoping that you will know not to take it lightly because we don't do this often. Um, yeah. This is a very real threat because that's what I would call it. I mean, this is a, a threat because if, if something happened and this did go through, this I mean, that you, you're looking at a very steep and slippery slope, I feel like. Yes. It just gets easier and easier and easier to do. And frankly, it's, it's it's so frustrating. I mean, it really is. It's agitating that it even would make it this far. So that's why um, I think everyone, whether you're a Mississippi resident or not, you don't have to be a Mississippi resident to, to let your voice be heard on this. Anybody can send an email. Yep. Anybody can send an email. Um, and I will tell you how to do it right now. It's never been uh, easier uh, than it is. I've, well, I'll put it this way. I've never seen an easier way. So going back to this how for wildlife thing, um, how for wildlife.org, I'll post uh, a link to this so y'all can get to it. But if you go to their website um, on their homepage at the very top, there'll be a tab that says take action. Um, you'll go to a page that says the action den, you scroll down through it and they'll have a list of current goings on, so to speak in the world of uh hunting and fishing out of doors laws that need to be opposed laws that need to be brought to the light the very bottom there's a tab it has two turkeys on it and it says keep black prairie wildlife management area public click on that and it takes you to the page where i was just reading that information off to y'all um and at the very bottom uh all you do is it has a spot to put in your information your first and last name your email the zip code where you live there is an email already drafted for you um, it's written very well, uh, very cordial, gets the point across that you are in opposition to this happening. And then you click add your how, and it sends that email for you. Um, so if you want to take the step to where you draw up your own email, you you can do that. I'm just saying if you're if you're thinking like, man, I don't have time to do all that, it, this takes 30 seconds. Yeah. 30 seconds. You'll post the, the link to that page. Um I'm assuming on your Instagram and yes. Facebook, and I'll do the same. Hundred percent, uh, we will be accessible for whoever's listening to this, and uh, uh, you know something, something we need to take action on. Something I'm, it, I'm usually kind of sitting behind the scenes watching everybody else do stuff, but this one hits home. This is in our backyard, man. Yeah, this is this is in our backyard, and like I said, I, I know from the research I've done, uh, I, I I will say this: there was like some hearsay floating around that it wasn't actually going to get taken away it was it was going to get sold off so it could become more accessible this is all i will say i've done the research that we have done the research that we need to do that i can confidently tell you that is not what is happening 100 percent. you know the exact facts that's happening yes i know from from a very credible source you can't yes I, i know what is happening here this is not trying to make it more accessible this is trying to turn it back into private land ownership and take public access away that is what is happening here yep so and uh if we want to chase this rabbit hole there's a there's a county board meeting you can go watch when they discuss this 100 percent. and uh this Lowndes county uh is a survey surveyors meeting i'll pull it up i'm not i have no problem sharing that like that's that's i mean like i said it it, it's uh this was on um lowndes county mississippi board of supervisors meeting took place february 7th 2022 um you can go to that video and fast forward to about the 25 minute mark you actually can you play the audio on that on this um i'm not sure put it up to your mic and just let it roll so that people can hear that 
So we, we, we paused there for a second. Um, for one, we were trying to get the audio to work on here. And two, not sure if it's okay for us to actually air it directly like that. So, um, But I can direct you to the video. So, again, if you go to Lowndes County, Mississippi's Facebook page, to their Board of Supervisors Advisors meeting, shoot, I'll share the link to that as well. That's easy. Yeah, 25-minute um, mark, and that's when they bring up WMA. Yeah, and they, they sell – they put out exactly what – what the the motive behind that is i mean it's it's really it's nothing more than adding that back to tax dollars that yeah. they would get if it was under ownership of private land that's a, that's a lot of tax dollars on six thousand acres yeah. per year so mm-hmm. that's uh seems like the motive behind it to me yeah but and look, i'll say this too i'll say this too from the research that we did the things that Lount, that that was stated to me that Lowndes county had had going on that brought them to bring up potentially privatizing Black Prairie, they had legitimate concerns. Yeah. Like they're, they, they're, they're, they have legitimate concerns for trying to f- find the, the solution that led them to this potential option. I'm not saying the concerns that they have aren't valid. What I'm saying is that ain't the route to take. Right. They're, find it somewhere else. Yep. You're not going to find it there. Um you have anything else to add, Jordan? I don't. Just take action when you listen to this. Go do go do it. If you're if you're opposed to it, if you're opposed to this getting turned back to private, yeah, go let your voice be heard. A hundred percent. Another reason that that we did this today is because just the way the timing of all this worked out. Like we are recording this and putting it out the same day. Today is Tuesday, February the twenty second, um, and tomorrow we will be doing our live podcast at ricks and starkville and we're doing a q a and so we figured there's a strong chance that this could get this would be brought up mm-hmm. so if anything I'm, I'm not opposed if they want to talk about that there too i'm open to it i'm just saying uh beforehand they'll know kind of how we feel about it yeah and <laughs> these emails I mean? need to be sent before that meeting thank you for so, bringing that up so uh, they need I'm, to be sent by thursday th- they need to be sent by comments must be in by 12 p.m friday february the 25th okay this upcoming friday if okay. you're and again if you go to the how for wildlife.org page and take action it's seriously it'll take you a minute absolute tops unless you just have slow internet yep. but it is so easy to do and it's so easy um right now which they can send i mean the the sky's the limit you can send as many emails but their goal is they wanted to hit 1200 emails right now they've got 1126 so but i i would i wish they'd send 4000 emails you know yep. that this that needs to be very well known how how the public the general hunting public feels about this um so yeah we're going to sign off uh thank y'all for tuning in to this special re- release episode of the speak the language podcast um jordan anything Mm-mm. cool um, if see y'all you, at Rick's tomorrow night. Yeah, if you're if you're in the Starkville area, or you can make it tomorrow. Please come hang out with us tomorrow. We're going to be talking turkey hunting and all kinds of fun stuff, giving a lot, away a lot of good stuff, and uh, picking up back to a positive tone. So again, all right, thank y'all for listening. As always, to the Speak the Language podcast. We'll see y'all back next Monday.